Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer, a daily communal worship and prayer practice for followers of Christ. The psalm reading is Psalm 38. Please, Lord, don't punish me when you are mad. Don't discipline me when you are furious. Your arrows have pierced me. Your fist has come down hard on me. There's nothing in my body that isn't broken because of your rage. There's no health in my bones because of my sin. My wrongdoings are stacked higher than my head. They are a weight that's way too heavy for me. My wounds reek. They are all infected because of my stupidity. I am hunched over, completely down. I wander around all day long, sad. My insides are burning up. There's nothing in my body that isn't broken. I'm worn out, completely crushed. I groan because of my miserable heart. Everything I long for is laid out before you, my lord. My sighs aren't hidden from you. My heart pounds, my strength abandons me. Even the light of my eyes is gone. My loved ones and friends keep their distance from me in my sickness. Those who are near me now stay far away. Those who want me dead lay traps. Those who want me harmed utter threats, muttering lies all day long. But I'm like someone who is deaf, who can't hear. Like someone who can't speak, whose mouth won't open. I've become like a person who doesn't hear what is being said, whose mouth has no good comeback. But I wait for you, Lord. You will answer, my Lord, my God, because I prayed. Don't let them celebrate over me or exalt themselves over me when my foot slips, because I'm very close to falling, and my pain is always with me. Yes, I confess my wrongdoing. I'm worried about my sin. But my mortal enemies are so strong. Those who hate me for no reason seem countless. Those who give repay good with evil. They oppose me for pursuing good. Don't leave me all alone, Lord. Please, my God, don't be far from me. Come quickly and help me, my Lord, my salvation. The text for today admittedly seems somewhat odd and disjointed. And yet there are some common themes about shame and division met with the hopes of newness and restored life and a whole new way of living. The Old Testament text is a strange one about a division between Noah and his sons and all about our nakedness and shame. The writer of Hebrews wonders if our old life is determinative, but recognizes that Christ actually has entered into our shame, and there is a hope then for maturity and growth and a whole new way of living. And in the potential for division in the gospel text before John and Jesus, we find that this new creation life brought by Jesus is the source of the newness, not just for John the Baptist himself, but for the whole world. Hear now the word of the Lord. Our Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Genesis, chapter 9, beginning in verse 19. These were Noah's three sons, and from them the whole earth was populated. Noah, a farmer, made a new start and planted a vineyard. He drank some of the wine, became drunk, and took off his clothes in his tent. Ham, Canaan's father, saw his father naked and told his two brothers who were outside. Shem and Japheth took a robe, threw it over their shoulders, walked backward, and covered their naked father without looking at him because they were turned away. When Noah woke up from his wine, he discovered what his youngest son had done to him. He said, Cursed be Canaan, the lowest servant he will be for his brothers. He also said, Bless the Lord, the God of Shem, Canaan will be his servant. May God give space to Japheth. 
he will live in Shem's tents, and Canaan will be his servant. After the flood, Noah lived 350 years. In all, Noah lived 950 years, then he died. The epistle reading for today comes from Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 through 12. So let's press on to maturity by moving on from the basics about Christ's word. Let's not lay a foundation of turning away from dead works, of faith in God, of teaching about ritual ways to wash with water, laying on of hands, the resurrection from the dead, and eternal judgment all over again. We're going to press on if God allows it. Because it's impossible to restore people to changed hearts and lives who turn away once they have seen the light, tasted the heavenly gift, become partners with the Holy Spirit, and tasted God's good word and the powers of the coming age. They are crucifying God's Son all over again and exposing him to public shame. The ground receives a blessing from God when it drinks up the rain that regularly comes and falls on it and yields useful plants for those who farm it. But if it produces thorns, and thistles, it's useless and close to being cursed. It ends up being burned. But we are convinced of better things in your case, brothers and sisters, even though we are talking this way, things that go together with salvation. God isn't unjust so that he forgets your efforts and the love you have shown for his name's sake when you served and continue to serve God's holy people. But we desperately want each of you to show the same effort to make your hope sure until the end. This is so you won't be lazy, but follow the example of the ones who inherit the promises through faith and patience. The Gospel reading is John the third chapter, verses 22 through 36. After this, Jesus and his disciples went into Judea, where he spent some time with them and was baptizing. John was baptizing at Anon, near Salem, because there was a lot of water there, and people were coming to him and being baptized. John hadn't yet been thrown into prison. A debate started between John's disciples and a certain Jew about cleansing rituals. They came to John and said, Rabbi, look, the man who was with you across the Jordan, the one about whom you testified, is baptizing, and everyone is flocking to him. John replied, No one can receive anything unless it is given from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said that I'm not the Christ, but that I'm the one sent before him. The groom is the one who is getting married. The friend of the groom stands close by, and when he hears him, is overjoyed at the groom's voice. Therefore, my joy is now complete. He must increase, and I must decrease. The one who comes from above is above all things. The one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks as one from the earth. The one who comes from heaven is above all things. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Whoever accepts his testimony confirms that God is true. The one whom God sent speaks God's words because God gives the Spirit generously. The Father loves the Son and gives everything into his hands. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever doesn't believe in the Son won't see life, but the angry judgment of God remains on them. at the center of it all. 
Jesus at the center of it all. From beginning to the end, it will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Jesus, nothing else matters. Nothing in this world will do. Jesus, you're the center. Everything revolves around you. Jesus, you. Jesus, be the center of my life. Jesus, be the center of my life. From beginning to the end, it will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Jesus, nothing else matters. Nothing in this world will do. But Jesus, you're the center. Everything revolves around you, Jesus, you. From my heart to the heavens, Jesus be the center. It's all about you. Yes, it's all about you. From my heart to the heavens, Jesus be the center. It's all about you. Yes, it's all about you. Jesus, be the center of your church. Jesus, be the center of your church. And every knee will bow, and every tongue shall confess you, Jesus. Jesus, nothing else matters. Nothing in this world will do. Jesus, you're the center. Everything revolves around you. Jesus, you at the center of it all. The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope in God's restoration of the world. 
It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. We'll be reciting it every devotion between our song and prayer time. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Now let's enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you to lift your prayers silently or out loud, whichever is more comfortable depending on where you find yourself participating with us today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church around the globe. Help us to be unified in your mission today. May we be great representatives of Christ wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering whether sick, injured, or oppressed today. May they feel your comfort, strength, and peace. And Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers today. Lord, we come to you not just with needs, but also with thanksgivings for the many blessings that you've given us. We thank you for those blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with this blessing out of Psalm 119. I will always keep your instruction, always and forever. I will walk around in wide open spaces because I have pursued your precepts. I will talk about your laws before rulers with no shame whatsoever. I will rejoice in your commandments because I love them. I will lift up my hands to your commandments because I love them, and I will contemplate all your statutes. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's hymn was Jesus Be the Center, performed by Ryan Gage, and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm readings were by Perry Clauser. Today's Old Testament readings were by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Chelsea Pearsall. And today's gospel reading was by Scott Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was provided generously by Keller Gage. Today's episode was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.